We would like to begin this podcast today on a sensitive note. This week has been filled with emotional turmoil around the world in response to George Floyd, among other victims, and the Black Lives Matter movement. As two white sisters in Kingston, Ontario, Canada, we want to take this moment to acknowledge our white privilege and support the Black and Indigenous people of colour community. We understand that we will never understand what you are going through and have been subject to in our culture and society. We also want you to know that we stand with you. We are listening to, learning from, and loving you in the best way we know how. We are subscribing, we are following, we are donating, and we are speaking up. As a way to contribute to amplifying and listening to Black and Indigenous people of color's voices, we have decided to include a list of podcasts that you can follow that highlight and break down issues of systemic racism and discuss how we can commit to being active advocates of anti-racism. You can find them listed in our Instagram post. If you are following us, our account is at Our Manifestation Journey. Stay informed, keep learning, and keep listening. Black lives matter, and we can do better. Wishing you a life of joy and abundance, Samantha and Michaela Pike. What if you could change your life by following your joy? What if this life is supposed to be easy and fun? What if you could have it all just by doing the things that make you feel good? These are just some of the questions that we are asking and exploring on Our Manifestation Manifestation Journey. Journey. We are your hosts, Samantha and Michaela Pike. We are sisters and we live together with our husbands and children. We are starting from square one on trying to massively uplevel our lives. Using law of attraction strategies, we will aim to apply this woo-woo into our everyday lives, and we would like you to join us. Listen in as we explore manifestation strategies, meditation, energy healing, business, parenting, money, life, and so much more. We are honest, we are real, we are not experts, we are not going to pretend like we know what we're doing, but we're trying. We sometimes fail, And sometimes we manifest things wilder than we could have ever imagined. Learn and grow with us. We would be honored to have you on Our Manifestation Journey. Hello. Hello. Welcome back to Our Manifestation Journey. Yes. If this is your first time, this is Michaela. And this is Samantha. (laughs) Or Mickey and Sam, that's what we call each other. Right. Um, so welcome if this is your first time and welcome back if it's, if it's not, hopefully you've listened from one to, this is episode 12, right? Which is really exciting. Mm -hmm. 12 episodes. Almost 600 downloads. Almost 600 downloads. That's very exciting. That is crazy. You wanted to do a shout out to who? There are four people in New Zealand. Hi, New Zealand. Four people. (laughs) What? That's crazy. I was really excited when I saw the New Zealand numbers. I was yeah. like, oh my God. Four. Four people. So pumped. Mm-hmm. Um, so we wanted to like follow up with what happened when we, we kind of alluded to it at the beginning of the last podcast where um, we got a shout out or we got a message from Ashley. Mm-hmm. What's her last name? Deprizio. Deprizio. Hi, Ashley. I hope you're listening to this episode. Um, yeah, she reached out to us, like, r- literally right before we hit record to record our last podcast where we were talking about our passions. 
um, and what to do and how to follow your passion. And if you haven't listened to that one, go back and listen to it because it's really good. Um, <laughs> if I do say so myself. Um, yeah, so we want to tell you what happened with that because we talked to her right after the podcast. Mm-hmm. And some pretty cool shenanigans took place. Yeah. It was wild. Yeah, it was pretty amazing. It was, yeah, it was crazy. So we were just sort of chatting back and forth and we were like, okay, it's... She messaged us about the podcast and we were about to... Rec- like, we're not sitting with our recording equipment 24-7. Like, <laughs> we just decided to record... And she messaged us at the exact same time, which was amazing. And then um, she just said, like, do you want to, like, have a conversation or video chat? Or did you say that? Yeah, we could uh, just meet on a- Instagram or, and do a video chat on Instagram. And so we did, like, right then. Yeah. And <laughs> it was just so cool. Yeah. Like, she was talking about, like, a little bit about her business and... She's kind of looking for ambassadors, and she didn't realize we were in Canada, so she was like, you know, we haven't gotten there yet, but, like, maybe you could help in some sort of way or whatever. It's uh, Athletic Athleisure? Yeah. Is that what it's called? It's called Savvy? Yeah. Yeah. Savvy. But Athleisure Wear. It's like Athletic Wear, but... But Leisure. Like Lulu. Right. Lululemon, but different. Anyway. She's probably like, they just butchered that sales pitch. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, so she wanted to talk about that. And then, you know, she said she was like interested in what we're doing and that she thinks it's really cool. And then it aligns with her, her other business of empowering women. Yes. Right. Yeah. Because she has a podcast right. and it's called The Art of Power. It's so cool. It's so cool. It, yeah. It's really good. Her story is really good. And it's really well edited. Like there's it's lots fun. of like sound effects and like. She tells a story, and you can kind of hear pieces of the story. It's really neat. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, shout out to The Art of Power. Um, follow Ashley if you're interested. And uh, so, yeah, we were talking about, like, how she got into manifestation and then how we did. And <laughs> she says, you remind me of my friend who started a podcast. And we're like, oh, yeah. And she's like, have you heard of Manifestation, babe? <laughs> And I think I almost fell off my chair. I was like, can you repeat that? Can you repeat it? Mickey was dying. I was, was like, laughing I so couldn't, hard. I couldn't fathom that she just said that. Right. We're like, you're, you're friends with Manifestation, babe? She's like, yeah. Uh, I did this like event years ago and I met her husband, Brennan, and we're friends and he introduced me to Catherine and yeah, and now we're buds. I'm like, this is so crazy. It's wild. And like, if you... I mean, again, my ex were, like, catching you up, but we um, started listening to Catherine's and Kina from Manifestation Babe, and uh, that was in October, right when we started our podcast, so she has had a huge impact on our journey so far, Mm -hmm. and... um, Yeah, yeah. like, all of our... I bet you we mention her in every single podcast. You can probably hear the baby. I might have to get up and help You can go up. I don't know. I'm going to have to hold the (laughs) fort. What's your favorite color? I guess... (laughs) Um, yeah, I don't know. He might be okay. He might not. If, if he gets, do you want to just worse. put a soother in his mouth? Yeah, already. Okay. Okay, you just keep talking about manifestation, babe. You know what's funny about this is one of the things about Ashley's podcast is that she talks alone, and he had said like, I can't imagine having to hold a podcast alone, like talk alone, like yeah, that would be really hard. And here I am doing it now talking to you and I'm all alone and 
I can see how, like, without having that conversation back and forth, it would be challenging. Um, so, yeah, Ashley, you're super talented to be able to just go out there and start chatting away all by yourself. You're not alone. You're not alone. I'm coming. I'm coming. I made it. I made it through. <laughs> She's back. There are so many brave souls out there that record podcasts by themselves. Yeah. Okay. I think we're okay for a little bit. He might do it again. I don't know. He's been kind of fussy today. Um, oh, God. There goes the other one. You know what? Don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. So she said that, and we were, like, floored. Yeah. Like, well, we're like, well, obviously we have to keep talking. Yeah. And, yeah. So we're and chatting with intending her. on keeping that relationship going because yeah. we obviously have a lot well, in common. And, and we want we wanted to listen to her podcast, right? To yeah. see, like, what it was all about. And then we listened, and then we looked at the date. <gasps> oh, yeah. Forgot about this. We looked at the date of when she started her crazy. podcast. Excuse me. And it was October, like the same month that we started this podcast. And we're like, what? We started a podcast around the same time. That's crazy. And it was like October 20th. I'm like, I wonder if it may, maybe we started it in the same week. So then I looked up our podcast and we uploaded our podcast on the exact same day. <laughs> what? Yeah. The exact same day. We both started this podcast adventure. Wow. Crazy. It's so crazy. Yeah. Obviously, we were meant to to talk connect. to this person. Yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. So cool. Yeah. Anyways, that's yeah. That's, that's kind of filling you in on where that on went, that. Yeah. and uh, if it goes any further, we'll we'll keep you posted. Yeah. It's such a cool relationship, and I'm just pumped to see. Like, let's have dinner with her and Catherine. <laughs> Please. Why not? Ashley, want to invite us down when all this? I think she said she down. went to a Bali retreat. Yes, she, she did. Yep. Oh my god! And that's something that we had been talking about wanting to do. Yeah. Oh my god, it's so cool. Yeah. Ugh. So that's in our future. That's in our vortex. We're manifesting that now. It totally is. Oh my god, I can't. <laughs> Crazy. I love your laugh right now. I don't know if you can tell. <laughs> the raspiness that comes out. <laughs> it's not happening right now. I don't know when it happens, but it's so good. <laughs> I don't know what to blame it on. Just no, it's, sheer exhaustion. No, I thought I it was from your cold that you had three million oh, years yeah. ago. <laughs> okay. No, no, it's not from that. Oh, I mean, okay. Maybe it could be from that. It sounded like that. I Guys, I've had this like... <laughs> it's weird. It's when I inhale really deeply that you can hear it. Okay. It's like this wheeze. I have this wheeze. And it's from like this... When I was sick... Like, kind of like a run-of-the-mill, like bronchitis or something. Yeah. But it was years ago. It was like four years ago. But you, you'll hear it, the odd, like, there. <laughs> Did you hear it? <laughs> Doctors are like, can you breathe? I'm like, yeah. They're like, okay, it's fine. I'm like, okay, well, I sound like an old man. Or like a squeak toy or something. But anyway. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm laughing so Like, hard. if you squeeze me, it would go. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, I just snorted. <laughs> So that's my wheeze, and uh, welcome to my life. So, <laughs> um, okay, so we need to get down to the nitty gritty of what we want. This is another podcast that we've been wanting to talk about for a very long time. Yeah. Um, and the topic, yeah. The topic, yeah. And it is the topic of death. Bum, bum, bum. Right. Our culture is terrified of it. We yeah. are terrified of death. We do everything to prevent it, it is the scariest thing ever. Oh, dear Lord. Right. Right? Like, run for the hills. It's going to get you. Yeah. It, 
total it it's a huge motivator mm-hmm. right to like get things done you want to be successful by a certain age right yeah. so then you can enjoy your the rest of your life right. before you die right and it's like any you know any fear we experience any anxiety right. that's provoked it's just it's all centered around the end of our of our life yeah you know yeah. and we don't talk about it nobody talks about we it. don't really think about it that much no. even no right like unless you are in a situation where it's like you're feeling like that's your only choice right then you're thinking about it right but right day to day like you're just not it's not on the docket no. of discussion you know you don't like hey let's go out with the girlfriends and talk about death like nobody no yeah not no yeah you know it's people not like a avoid that conversation yeah especially like the later you get in life too i feel like people are even more terrified to like talk about it you think so i do because it's like it's like impending and like like nana didn't want to talk about it no i know and this when i was I'm doing, like, all the, the math in my head of what... Mm. So, like, if we kind of, like, rewind, if we go back, we grew up with our grandparents. Just to your point that Nana was afraid of death. So, we grew up with our grandparents, and um, they were actually older than most grandparents. Like, we were living with 90-year-old, 90-year-olds. And um, mm-hmm. we both had palliative care come into the house, and... Um, they died separately. Like our grandfather had passed away in 2007. Yeah. Yeah. Seven. And then our grandmother passed in 2011. Right. So, but both of them passed away in the house and in, we in were their bedroom. in their bedroom and we were there mm-hmm. and we watched the whole progression of care in the home when somebody's yeah. dying and well, when they've and actually the, passed away. And the actual like highs and lows those dips that roller coaster of end of life natural progression of death yeah if that makes sense it is a roller coaster if you haven't been through it holy yeah like they do what's that called like the rally rally when they rally it's and it happened with both of them where like you swear like they're like sleeping more they're not eating you're like okay this is it like you're kind of making your peace with it and then all of a sudden they're like sitting up in bed chatting away full of energy and, and it like kind of scares the it's, shit out it's of a little you. scary because you've made your peace with the fact that they're not going to be alive and then they they're totally normal and you're like what is going on and it's called rallying and it's it really messes you up because yeah. you're like oh i like i've made my peace with this oh my god i'm so selfish because i'm so tired and i just want this to be over but of course i want them to still be here and like I'm such an asshole. Like how can yeah. I be thinking these things? It is the craziest roller coaster ride. Yeah, yeah, it's nuts. Mm-hmm. And then of course after the rally, they they start to go back down again. And, then and it's it, and then it's usually. I mean, the roller coaster. That's why it's called a roller coaster. Yeah. You think after someone's rallied, then it's not soon after that they pass away. Yeah. And sometimes that's the case, and sometimes it's not. Right. But. Um, yeah. We like were very close to their grandparents, so the when they passed away, it had an impact, yeah, like a serious impact, and not like a negative one, no, but it had an impact on our life, and it still does, yeah, I'd argue, yeah. We think about them all the time, and get signs from them a lot, yeah, yeah, and um, but I think that the experience was extremely valuable mm-hmm. to see what it looked like, mm-hmm. right, and what. It, 
I remember, like, so we were younger, obviously, when they, when they passed away. But obviously, I can still remember everything. I'm older. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, I think we were, like, in our early 20s, right? Yeah. Yeah, so I remember when uh, Papa was, just had passed away. And <clears throat> Nana was comforting us. Mm. And I was thinking, wow, that's kind of crazy. Like, she just lost her husband of mm-hmm. over 40 years. Like, how is this, you know, situation? Mm-hmm. She was com- comforting us. And I had made the assumption that something crazy was going to happen when somebody passed away. Mm-hmm. I made this assumption like it, like it would feel like, <gasps> like it would feel so horrible. Mm. But what happened was after, just after he'd passed away, I was like, okay, none of us are falling apart. We haven't fallen apart. Mm-hmm. Like it's, we're okay. Like we're still mm-hmm. here. Like, you know, I can see my Nana, she's okay. Like I'm okay. You know, obviously we're sad and it's like, it's a lot to take in, but it didn't feel like this, like you were losing yourself or something. Like it didn't feel like it was out of control. It didn't feel right. chaotic. It right. felt like, okay, this is okay. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, that was just my experience. But since we've had that gift of watching death like that, mm-hmm. such a close, um, but you know, right beside the bed, just like watching everything go down. We've had that, um, privilege of, um, coming into that conversation earlier mm-hmm. in life and being able to talk about it mm-hmm. and being able to think about it, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So I had this kind of like this fascination with, you know, after they both passed away, I'm like, well, why don't more people talk about this? And why, like, why isn't this in the discussion? And Yeah, you know, well, like, yeah, um, just on Nana's uh, death. So she passed away a couple of years later, like after Papa. And um, that was when I was actually introduced to Reiki. Right. It was around that time because she was hanging on. She was, she was afraid of death, right? This is why I brought That's her right. up. Like yeah. she was afraid of the unknown. She was raised um, in the Anglican church. Um, she was God-fearing to a certain extent. Um, she didn't go to church every Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh, the priest would come into the house, though, and bless them for, like, Easter Sunday and things like that, like special occasions. Um, and they had, like, a good reputa- or a good relationship with the, with the minister. Mm-hmm. It's a minister in the Anglican church. I think church. that makes sense, yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, she was, she didn't want to go. She was afraid to go. Yeah. She didn't she want to miss out. play with us. She, yeah. She, every day she just wanted to, like, she didn't want to sleep because she was afraid she'd miss out on something in the room. Like, you'd be talking to her and you could see her falling asleep and she's trying to continue the conversation, but her body is giving up, right? Yeah. And this was, like, before before she kind of started losing her mind a little bit. She had a tumor, right? Yeah, a brain tumor. A brain yeah. tumor, yeah. So that's, like, it was... It happened quite quickly, but... It, it felt like forever, it, but... Yeah, it yeah. happened quickly, and... Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, and she was at home, so it was, you know, it was a, a bit of a drawn-out process for us, but, yeah, in the grand scheme, it happened pretty quickly. Like yeah. A couple months kind of thing. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, she was afraid of it, and so near kind of the... Quite near the very end, I think it was even after she'd rallied, right? Like, we're talking, okay, she's rallied, like... 
We'll see how long this goes on for. But she was hanging on. She was sleeping all day, like not eating, not drinking, sleeping, but just hanging on. And we're going to bring up Bev, our mother-in-law again. She had talked to me about Reiki and she said there's this kind of thing where there's energy healing and communication with energy. And at the, at that time, I mean, I knew nothing. Yeah. Like we, we talked about starting at square one in October. <laughs> this was like, I knew nothing yeah. then. Like I didn't, I didn't know anything about anything, but Bev was taking Reiki at the time. And of course, you know, kind of through conversation, she sort of would throw it in sort of, you know, in passing and I thought, okay, we need to communicate her with her through energy because I don't know how else to do this, right? Like, we can't talk to her. We can't say, it's okay. You don't have to hang on for us anymore. You are, you have permission to go. We're going to be fine, right? And so, and Bev had never met Nana before, mm-hmm. right? So I called her and I was like, we need to communicate with her. We need to tell her that we're okay, because right now, I mean, we've had conversations with her where we're just, like, super polite and be like, oh, everything's fine. Da, da, da. We haven't, like, had the... We never had the deep conversation with her about death mm-hmm. while she's on her deathbed. She didn't want to do that. No. She's terrified. Right. Don't bring that up. Well, she was we scared. had... We tried to tell her because she was... Yeah. Because of her brain tumor, she was confused. So we were And forgetting. Say, you know, she, yeah, where's she, my medicine? Right. And we say, we, we give you your medicine. And she's like, okay, so when will I be better? And it was like... You're, You're not, not going to get, get better. better. And it was just like, what? What do you mean I'm not going to get better? Like, yeah, it was heartbreaking. Yeah. And, and then like, she'd forget well, that you had that conversation. We're all sobbing in the yeah. room telling her that she's going to die. Telling her that she's going to die. And yeah. then she forgets the conversation yeah. that you just had five minutes ago. And then yeah. you have to do it again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was rough. Like, I forgot oh, about God. that. That was rough. Yeah. Yeah, so we couldn't, yeah, it was hard to have that conversation. So we needed to do it energetically. And so Bev came down and she went into the room. Just, it was like there's music playing. And she went into the room with Nana, I would say for about an hour. She was in there and did Reiki. And Nana passed away the next day. Yeah. Which was Papa's birthday. Yeah. Which is so crazy. Yeah. (laughs) It is. Um, Yeah. So all of that, you know the reason we sort of want to bring up this topic is uh, like in relation to this podcast, right? Like we, we want to bring up the topic of death just because number one, we, we just need to talk about it. People need to talk about it more, but also it causes a lot of resistance for people, mm-hmm. right? It causes like, it is like one of the major sort of blockages that people have mm-hmm. for so many different reasons, right? Mm-hmm. Like, illness is created pain is created because of like stresses you know in life and then you're worried you're worried about dying mm-hmm. so you start creating resistance around that that illness or that pain or that symptom or whatever it is and then it just gets worse and worse and worse and worse because all you're doing is focusing on it and then you know people die and then that's the other thing too is death is perceived as this horrible thing yes and to be fair i mean we're talking about this in covid <laughs> Like, there's so much death around us right now. Yeah. And to be fair, like, it does leave the loved ones behind. And that sucks. Yeah. And we're sad. And we miss that person. And there's a void. And it's, like, suffocating to some people. Yeah. You know? Like, they lose this person. I can't imagine it. No. Like, what? Losing, like, my husband? Right. (laughs) To some freak accident? Like... What? Like, I would watch, like, Teresa Caputo on yeah. the, 
what's her show called? Why can't I remember that? Long Island Medium. Long Island Medium. Um, yeah, she's a medium. And, like, she'd be talking to mothers and be like, oh, my God, I just love my husband so much. And then this freak, he ate some pizza and there was some nut in it and he died. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> I'm sorry. Excuse me? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, that's how easily this can happen? Oh, my God. Like, and I'm, like, sobbing. I'm like, this is the worst thing ever. Um, but Abraham's perspective on death. Yeah. They call it croaking. Yeah. Because they're trying to make it more lighthearted. Right. They're like, we love you humans so much. We love you so much. But you guys have this hang up with death. Like you guys need to, you need to realize that death is not scary. Yeah. Death is like the most instrument, like we, there are no words to describe the amount of love you will feel when you cross over. Right. Like it is insane. You know, like we can't explain it to you. Yeah. That being said, like, we're not telling you to go kill yourself because, like, you came here to have fun and explore life and experience joy and pain and fear and love and all those things. You're supposed to come here to experience all of those things. Mm-hmm. But we're just saying it's great. <laughs> You're going to be fine. You know, like, death is just really, really bad for, like, people on the outside to watch it. And we're not supposed to want to die. No. We're supposed to want to be here. We're supposed to want to live. Yeah. We're supposed to want to experience, yeah. right? Like, And have joy. Nobody's and... going to choose that. Right. Right? No one's going to be like, ah, I'm just not feeling it today. Like, no one's going <laughs> to... I'd rather experience insurmountable amounts of love. Like, no. I don't blame you. <laughs> like, yeah. even though it's it sounds um, very, like, I, well, I'm, my curiosity has sparked, right? Yeah. Like, it's... It sounds very interesting. Well, it sounds less scary to me. Yeah, Way less scary but I'm not like not Jones and Ford. No, though. <laughs> like I'm like there's lots more I'd like to do here. Yeah, Please. like I like this this opportunity to play. Mm-hmm. This is what it is, right? It's mm-hmm. about playing here. Mm-hmm. This is what we're here for is to play. Right. And I'm like, I just want to keep playing right now. Yeah. Right. Yeah. When I was, I think it was like it was right when I was graduating and getting married and I was I had this really crazy personal shakeup like um it was actually I feel like it was just when everything kind of just fell on its head with me personally though so um like Trump got elected Ugh. and uh <laughs> yeah I was graduating Voldemort. I you know wasn't <clears throat> sure what my career was going to be I was getting married which was like super exciting and I was like this is getting married has nothing to do with my personal mm. whatever I'm going through. I knew that it was, you know, people, if I was stressed during that time, people were like, well, you're planning a wedding. That means I'm like, no, like, that's not it. Like, I love planning my wedding. That's not it at all. But anyways, it was just like a compound of everything that was going on. And I really started to really think about what it would be like to, you know, to die, basically. What like losing all the things I had because mm-hmm. I just loved my I love my life so much right mm-hmm. and I love my husband and I love you and I love the, like I just couldn't imagine being comfortable with the idea of all of that being taken away yeah like I was just like no <laughs> and yeah I was having a midlife crisis like I went I was seeing a therapist at the time she's and she's like it sounds like you're having a million I'm like I'm really young to be having this this seems crazy yeah. but I'm having an ex- existential crisis right. like I'm, I'm looking at my life and I'm like 
oh man, like this is going to end. No, I don't want it to end. I love this. Right. And I don't see myself ever wanting it to end. Like ever, you know, when I'm 80, I'm going to be like, no. (laughs) Yeah. Right. And so I was having a really, really, really hard time with it. Like really hard time. Like it felt really dark. Like every time I thought about it, I was like, like it just (laughs) felt horrible. Yeah. And I was asking a lot of people about it and I was reading a lot about it and I was trying to make myself feel more comfortable about it. Yeah. And um, I remember dad, I know dad's listening. <laughs> Hi dad. Um, <laughs> this was really great. This is a really great conversation I had with dad. So we had just been to uh, old Quebec. Why am I saying? I'm saying it wrong. Quebec City. We yeah. had just come from Quebec City. Right. And we had went, and it was, like, one of our most favorite trips. Mm-hmm. Like, it had, it was just after Christmas. Mm. We went for Nick's birthday. Yeah, yeah, to celebrate. So my husband's birthday is very close to Christmas. Mm-hmm. So, um, And it was just, like... Oh, my God. So like crazy. It was, like, stepping perfect. into a storybook. Yeah. The the snow was, there, like, two or three foot feet high. The the benches in the park were completely covered with snow. You All couldn't see them. All the trees had like that thick white layer, and and there was and it was it, it felt like it was always snowing. Yeah, like there were thick, big, giant flakes that yeah. were just for like two straight days. Yeah, we were yeah. there at a snowstorm. Yeah, and there were horses, and there were like it was like a like blizzard out, and every time you and walked Christmas into a every time you walked into a building. It was warm. There was a fireplace going. Everyone's soppy mitts and hats were hanging. Um, everyone was trying to grab like a beer and something warm, like poutine. Yeah. Or, like it was just. Every we did a big pub crawl that day, and in it was the, just in the, so and much it, fun. Like all the windows were all that old panes with the frosted. Like it was just. Yeah. Storybook crazy Christmas yeah. like and lights and so holly and Christmas trees and it, yeah, like it was pretty epic, fr- gorgeous. Yeah. And so I'm telling dad about this like how amazing this trip was and um and then you know we changed the topic and I started talking to him about death because I mean he's older so I'm thinking like well he's probably thought about it Mm -hmm. so we're talking and I said like aren't you afraid of dying and he's like no I'm like okay why he said okay so you know how you had that wonderful trip you know how like you were saying like you you you'd walked around all day you went to pubs you laughed you had so much fun like you just couldn't believe your eyes like it was just such a great day and then you'd walked around all day right you've been pub crawling all day you come back to your hotel room if I had come into your hotel room that night and said hey do you want to come out with me do you want to go out and grab a beer would you say yes I was like no like yeah because you were tired right you were okay with not going you wanted to go to sleep yeah it was, you were done for the day yeah you're just done for the day like yeah you knew what you would miss but you were just like I'm over it I'm just <laughs> I'm over it and it, I'm like it's not that I don't appreciate it yeah but I'm really tired yeah I'm just I'm okay with this chapter ending yeah like I'm cool with it yeah. like there's no hard feelings about it I'm yeah. just I'm totally cool with it yeah 
And I was like, oh yeah, that totally resonated with me because I remember being so exhausted coming home. Yeah. I remember like going, getting into our hotel room yeah. and just being like. At like 8.30. Like, so. we've been bub crawling all day. So beat, right? Yeah. Like we've yeah. been, you know, huffing it through the snow. Do you remember your hat with the pom-pom? Like it looked like. <laughs> yeah. We, yeah, like we it were, was like blown back. Yeah, like it yep. was such a great day, but mm-hmm. we were exhausted by the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And I would not have wanted to go back out that yeah. night. Like yeah. I was done. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think that that's just kind of like, a, it definitely gave me a, like a lot of comfort. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, like that's what it'll be like. It'll just, you'll get to a point where you're just like, I'm ready for the next part. Which I think um, makes sense if you have lived a long life. People get really freaked out when it's like someone that's passed away, like that's really young. It's like, oh, they were taken too soon. Yeah. Right. And I like can understand the, you know, immense amount of pain associated with that. Like that sounds crazy to me or like losing a child. Right. Like that thought is like, I can't even, I can't even go there. Right. Yeah. Like that's unfathomable to me. And I would, I don't know if I'll be, be sitting here saying what I'm saying right now, if I had actually gone through something like that, you know, like it's, it'd be hard to be all like, oh yeah, kumbaya death, you know, like be all zen and buddha about it like it's easy for you to say you know you haven't lost anyone super significant that that's that's that close to you i guess i mean i lost my grandparents but that's kind of the nature of life and the natural order of things um but from what we've kind of learned about it um especially from abraham it it is that it's just something that they wish we weren't as afraid of yeah you know, like it is sad when someone is taken before, in your opinion, their time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they've like, what is it? They call it the not, not so dearly departed. I think that's their term. Dearly, but not so, not so departed. Yeah. Something about not being far away. Yeah. Like they're, cause your inner being and, and source and your loved ones are all tied in together. Mm-hmm. So when you're talking to source, you're talking to nana and papa like you're talking to the, pe- the people that have crossed over you have access to them whenever you want and yes you can't see them but their energy and your energy mm-hmm. and so you can communicate whenever you want to mm-hmm. you can meditate you can ask for signs you know like when uh, nana had passed away we kept seeing monarch butterflies they mm-hmm. kept popping up and so they were they became our sign um for Nana and uh, we actually were in a documentary about that yeah. it's a really beautiful documentary too yeah. it's about death it's about death yeah it's actually about the day of the dead in Mexico um, done by an American Mexican woman um, named Allie hmm. we can tag her in this uh, podcast she's great I hope she listens hi Allie um, <laughs> maybe she's one of the five listeners from the UK um, so yeah, Allie did this amazing, be- such a beautiful documentary. Oh my God. Like mm-hmm. if you get an opportunity to watch it, um, it's so, it's just so beautiful. And it talks about the Day of the Dead um, in and, Mexico. And uh, we'll probably, I don't want to interrupt you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you'll probably, you can just add on to what I'm saying. Maybe it'll be new. I don't know. Um, but they, they don't look at death the way that we do in Mexico. It's celebrated that it's on Halloween. Um, so once a year 
and they you know use the day to talk about their loved ones and celebrate life and look at pictures and laugh and they go they all go to the graveyards and they have parties at the gravestones and like it's this whole like celebration of life it's way less about um you know the the sadness and the grief like of course there is sadness and grief but it's more than that um and this documentary centers around that and uh how there's a correlation between monarch butterflies Mm -hmm. and people crossing over and how a lot of people see those signs and the mexicans believe that the monarch butterflies are ancestors they are the loved ones that have passed away that come home because the monarch butterflies do this whole you know migratory thing there's tons of documentaries on that and they go back to this one area of mexico a couple areas of mexico i guess i should say i don't know the exact locations but in the documentary they go to this place where the monarch butterflies come back and land in and it's like oh my god like the weight you know how light a butterfly is the weight of the butterflies is dragging down the tree branches yeah and like it's just insane right like it's such a it's such a beautiful documentary. Why can't I remember the name of it right now? Can you remember the name of it? We no. were in it. We should probably know. I know. That's kind of embarrassing. It's really embarrassing. Sorry, Allie. Wah, wah. You know what? I'm going to Google it right now. Okay. I'm just going to Google it. We'll keep talking, but I'm going to Google it. <laughs> yeah, we should probably... <laughs> Sorry, Allie. <laughs> I should have been more prepared. Well, I think... I guess I mean, it just guess kind of let us... While. It was a long Morte time ago. Morte Vida. That's what it's called. Oh, okay. Sorry, Allie. That, you know, <laughs> it took us way longer than it should have. Morte es Vida. We'll, we'll link it in the, uh, on our Instagram post for this. Um, yeah, definitely worth the watch. I think you have to rent it, like, on Vimeo or YouTube or something. Okay. Um, but it's not very expensive. Um, and it's, yeah, it is just so beautiful. It, it's funny, I didn't plan, we didn't plan on, t- I don't know if you did, plan on talking about this documentary. That I, we like, thought of it, but, like, not in the way that we're spending so much time on it right that's now. That's so funny. <laughs> I didn't even think it was, but it is, that's what the documentary is about, is about yeah. talking about death. So. Yeah. And we're in Perfect one. for the, And yeah. talking about Nana, and talking about death, and talking about the butterflies that we've seen, and there's all these other stories, too, of people seeing monarch butterflies at the exact moment. Um, including one about even like the World Trade Center, they talked to a firefighter. Like, it's really cool. Like the, it's really really neat. Yeah. And so beautifully, so beautifully done. So um, check that out if you can. Um, but yeah, that being like, our souls, according to Abraham, integrate with Source. Mm-hmm. So we can. It's so different from the physical world because right now I'm not with my husband. I can't talk to him. Right. Although I mean, Source would say you can. I could talk to his his inner being right now and we'd be like chatting away if I wanted to. But like, <laughs> you know, like I can't, I feel like I can't do that. But when they cross over, you can. Mm-hmm. Like whenever you want. Mm-hmm. You know, ask them for a sign. They'll communicate back. And I feel like if you haven't lost someone close to you, if you didn't have that kind of soul bond with somebody, yeah, this would be a whole bunch of blah, 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 blah. Right? Right. Like you're just like, okay, like you wanted to see that so you saw it. Right. And I was kind of feeling that way with the monarch butterflies at first. Because, again, Bev was the one that was like, that's your Nana. And she'd just say it like that. And I was just like, that's cute. (laughs) You know, like, oh, what a nice thought. But, like, I didn't really know. But then it, like, these butterflies would show up in spots that you're just like, what? Like, how? Like, when we were in Africa. Yeah. Remember that? We Mm -hmm. landed in Africa. And I swore it was a monarch. And they're not from there. (laughs) <laughs> like there's that monarch has no business being on the coast of on the inside coast too right right yeah. of um 
uh, God, where were we? Zanzibar, Tanzania. I just remember the butter- the butterflies in Malawi. Like well, there's those one, there yeah. were those ones too, yeah, but, but it was one. It was the day that we landed. That yeah, I swore it was a monarch. Oh, the day we landed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was in um, Tanzania. Tanzania, yeah. yeah. So yeah, the coast was like. It's not even like it was like across the ocean and got lost. It's like the far, like crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah. So this, yeah, this documentary is all about the correlation between a loved one passing and monarch butterflies and how those timings correspond and that the Mexicans actually believe that that that's what they are. They are the souls of your loved ones coming to say hello. Right. Which is just so beautiful. It is. Ugh, love I it. Know. Watch it. Watch it. Watch it. Watch it. Watch it. Watch <laughs> it. It's so good. It's so good. Um. Yeah, so the other thing that I kind of wanted to sort of mention, unless there, was there something that I didn't say about that? That No. Okay, because you said you were going to say something, but then you didn't want no, to. No, you, you covered it. Okay, so the other thing that I wanted to bring up was that book that you're reading, that you were reading. The Mindful Universe? Yeah. Yeah. It's a good one. Really good. Yeah. Tell us. Um, okay, the author's name, I'm going to Google this too. Very. I, <laughs> we, need to be we, more, know, we need to be more prepared. <laughs> at, no, at least we know we need to remember people's names yeah. right yeah um uh, i'm going to sorry it's all I'll, I'll talk i'll talk you while talk. you search yeah sorry so um it's this book actually that i was introduced to again through bev oh my god she gets a shout out like every freaking podcast um so she introduced me to this book and it's about a neurosurgeon his name is dr eben alexander there you go Evan Alexander. That's the author. And, well, no, now you can keep talking because you read the book. Yeah, so it's a, I guess I'll just say quickly, it's an amalgamation between, like, logic, science, science, logic, and woo-woo yeah. spirituality. Yeah. That's why the book is so interesting. Yeah. And that's why she gave it to me because she's just like, if there's someone that's a skeptic, da-da-da, this, this book might help. help. Yeah. Yeah. So, Dr. Alexander, Evan, um... He is a neurosurgeon, and he is, like, a renowned neurosurgeon in his field. So he, um, you know, takes on residences, and he, um, residences, is that a word? Residence? He takes residence. Yeah. Um, He (laughs) teaches, like, he's, you know, a professor, like, he does a bunch of studies. Like, it was all science, all medical, all logic-based that's just how his career went, right? Just kind of like what you would expect from a surgeon, right? Like, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. Um, he was a t- speaker as well. Yeah, like he was renowned in his field, right? right. Like he right. was high, and, yeah, right, high up. You go his like field. talk at conferences. And stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he was doing well. Yeah. So he um, he had he suffered from an illness which put him into a coma. Yeah. And um, it was a bacterial infection of his brain. Of right? his brain, yeah. yeah. So he was very familiar with what he was sick with. Like right. he had studied it, obviously. And when um, he manifested it, maybe yeah. I don't know. So while he was in his coma, um, he had like these like crazy experiences. Um, but his all the data pointed to he was dead right like there was no brain activity going up there then his heart beating but there was like nothing going on mm-hmm. up there nothing yeah so you know he awakes and which is again a miracle that he that he 
woke up, woke up mm-hmm. because most people don't. Mm-hmm. Most people die. Mm-hmm. Or if they do wake up, they have very, very limited like abilities. Yeah, yeah, like their functioning yeah. has significantly decreased. Their language is poor, like everything. Their memory doesn't come back. Like So not only did he survive, but he restored his memories um even more so like he started remembering things that he didn't remember before like he basically his senses were heightened in some ways um but he regained his language he regained everything back but he also had a profound experience while he was in his coma but in his community nobody believed him well the experience that he had was unlike anything you could experience on earth like it was like uh, i guess quote unquote a near-death experience sort of right yeah yeah it was but i don't know the ins and outs of it because i haven't read that chapter of the book like Mm -hmm. that where he really dives into what happened in this book he doesn't really talk about like what his experience was it's in the book before it's in a different yeah yeah he wrote a different book but this book kind of after basically telling a story and being up against so much Mm. Um, backlash right and so much from the so many community right yeah so much so many people are like you're crazy basically right. Right? and they were and his colleagues and they looked up to him and like he was so well renowned well and his patients too would come back and have near-death experiences and he'd be like yeah okay exactly he was yeah. the one that was saying like yeah. no there's there's got to be something else that explains this yeah um so i mean there's the book obviously it's a really good book and it talks about like um consciousness and where that is and how we get there and but he t- does talk about, um, you know, like these signs that he gets from people that have passed away that he that he knew really well. Right. Or he he also mentions a few uh, near death experiences, and one of them that I found was really interesting was um, the the mum who was giving birth and she mm-hmm. was slipping away. So this one was kind of I was really fascinated with. So. Uh, this you know pregnant woman goes into labor and she's having complications and um, she finally gets into uh, surgery or emergency room and she's losing so much so much blood like her her child is born but she was hemorrhaging she was it was after it was just (laughs) yeah so she was slipping away and the surgeon or the doctor that she had was did believe in prayer and did was like she knew that there was something more mm-hmm. I think she probably had experience with like basically what she did was she called her back with the team yeah yeah so what happened was she um she died like she was had a near-death experience so she right. was non-responsive she died and when she died she this is from the perspective of the mother she's like i i it was just ecstasy it was just like pure ecstasy where i was it was the most love the most the happiness, most joy. happiness joy Light. like yeah. lights yeah. just <laughs> gorgeous like heavenly experience and um, there was a part of me that knew, and she's like, I didn't have a me. 
I didn't have a name. I didn't. Right. I wasn't a woman. I, w- I didn't have any. Right. Nothing. Uh, but I could just feel these really, really, you know, this beautiful, wonderful ecstasy, whatever. Right. But then she's like, there was a part that was like, you can't stay here. And that thought was so excruciating. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that she was like, why, why can't I stay here? Yeah. Like, it was just like. And so the surgeon, you know, on our physical plane was like, you have two kids. You cannot leave. You have to come back. And was saying with the team, like, we got to pray for her to come back, right? Wasn't there like a circle or something yeah, around Yeah, they all stopped. Like, the surgeon's like, we need yeah. to stop and we need to pray. Like, right. she needs to come back. Right. So, yeah, they stopped. They prayed. They asked her to come back. The surgeon was, like, adamant that yeah. she comes back. She's like, you've got two kids. You cannot leave. Like, you have to come back. Right. So... Yeah, so she said coming back into her body was the most excruciating, most difficult, most challenging thing she's ever done. Right. And she she just just gave birth. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe she had love your labor and she wasn't worried about labor. No, like, and she she just had this, like, crazy traumatic (laughs) experience, right? She almost almost died, but but coming back into her body was more painful than, than leaving it. Yeah crazy isn't that crazy and that's just one of the stories too like there's yeah, all these other that was and you can like you can look it up too like near-death experiences and you know they're now this this doctor he um he wrote this book with another woman who's like really into like spiritual stuff eh? yeah i don't know her name which is bad um but like he kind of you know got into a relationship with her and then they kind of wrote this book together yeah and um, you know, he's kind of like, this is what I know, but she knows more and, you know, they work together and yeah. it's really cool. But, um, it is a very beautiful story and very, you know, seemingly like divine and ironic that like he went into a coma, right. Or he witnessed all of his other patients doing all the time, Yeah, you know, and then he has the experience and comes out and he's like, I can't explain it. Yeah. I can't explain it. This is what happened. Yeah. And it's like, how could that happen? You were brain dead. There was no brain activity. Well, then it didn't happen in my brain, did it? Right. Right? Like, yeah. where did it happen then? Because it happened. I experienced the whole thing, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a really, really cool book. What's it called again? Uh, Living in a Mindful Universe. Living in a Mindful Universe. Yeah. So if you're looking for something, for an interesting light read. <laughs> <laughs> the first part of it is, like, science-y yeah. and, like, a little bit heavy, but yeah. the... The latter part. And he says as much in the book, too. Yeah. He's like, if you want to skip ahead to just the fun spiritual stuff, skip ahead. No, I couldn't skip. I had to read through. Yeah. It's not that bad, but you're just like, like, it's a lot of, like, digesting. Yeah. So. It's really, really neat. Yeah, it's great. Um, I do want to bring up your phone call with our friend this morning. Yes. And. So, talking again about. We've been wanting to talk about this for a while, too. It's funny. We've kind of been putting it off, and, like, we're just like, oh, like, we'll record it when we record it kind of thing. And so um, this morning we get a – Sam got a phone call from a friend of ours who is also a very avid listener. Yeah. And her name is Michaela, which is hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. We've known her for, like, what, over 10 years now. Yeah. Maybe closer to 15. Mm -hmm. Crazy. Um, Yeah. And she – talk to Sam this morning and yeah so she has been having a bit of a challenging time Mm. um, with her physical health and um, has experienced significant amount of chronic pain within the last year Um, so I mean she's on her journey 
she's on her journey of well-being and navigating it's been it's been hard yeah so um she called me this morning because she's like I just I thought of you and I wanted to share this with you. I'm so glad she did because we were going to do this we're podcast. Record this. I know. I'm like, how did she know that we were going to talk about death? So, like, again, I I kind of want to stress, like, she is having a hard time. So before I read this, I just want to, like, a, a little, it's not, it's, everything's okay. Yeah. But she's having, but she's been having thing. a hard time. Well, and she, the reason this came about is because she, uh, her mom has crossed over. Yes. And she was very close with her mother. Yeah. Um, basically, not raised her on her own, but like kind of like she spent most of her time with her mom. Yeah. And uh, so she asked her mom, like, what, what is it like to die? Is that what she asked her? Yeah. 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 And then this was the answer that came to her. Right. Yeah. And you're right. Like we should, I should have mentioned that she's had, she has a very strong bond with her mother. Very very yeah. strong they communicate a lot yes <laughs> yeah yeah it's really neat like yeah. the amount the types of communication through dreams and yeah through a lot of different things it's it's pretty amazing right she has it. she has a a soul buddy yeah yeah um okay so this is what our friend wrote as i lay in bed with tears welling up in my eyes i asked my mom to show me in my dreams what it would be like if i died so another disclaimer I want to say is oh. I haven't heard this. Yes, Mickey hasn't. Sam has read it, but I have. We had a conversation before I drifted off to sleep. I was reminded that the gift is to be here right now. Experiencing this pain, this anguish, is an opportunity to learn even more. These horrible moments make the good ones taste even better. I get to be here to enjoy the simple joys, those pleasures that can only be experienced by me here now. Mm. She also told me that in death of this body on this plane means that everything is expanded. Possibilities are endless. I asked what it is like, and it's the vastness that is so clear. There are no shoulds, no don'ts. One cannot be overwhelmed, as the heart, the soul, and the mind are free to explore, to experience to a much fuller extent than here on earth. As soon as I started to worry about the afterlife, I was comforted back to, back to safe. Maybe safety. Mm. I worried that when I get there, my mom won't be my mom anymore, and she won't give me what I need. But I won't need anything. That is the point. There are no wrong feelings about anything. The gift of the afterlife is to be what we are and what we are not in the purest of ways fast, open love. On earth, we limit ourselves to the point of misery. When we open our minds to even a fraction of what is truly possible, that is when the real magic can happen. It is not about caring as little as possible or not sweating the small stuff. It's about caring so much and with our whole hearts that true love of for ourselves and others is possible. That's how it ends? Yeah. Oh my goodness. Well, I mean, that's where I'm going to stop. That's oh, okay. like the, that's right. where the dream ends. Right. And then she has some realizations after this dream. Right? Wow. That's some serious channeling right there. Like it's so <laughs> perfectly <laughs> wrapped up. Yeah. Articulated. Yeah. And think about it. Like she's in pain. Yeah. 
and she wrote that yeah that's pretty cool right yeah it's amazing I just I love how I mean I personally have never been there but it's like it sounds so accurate well yeah you know? I mean yeah from everything that we've been reading and learning and Abraham and all that jazz like the the vastness of love like that sounds really cool because vastness sounds like empty space yeah and the universe is space yeah but it's filled with a dense like you know heavy like just smothering amounts of love yeah it's filled with that mm -hmm. so that's really neat to put those two kind of together mm -hmm. and love in a way that we can't describe we don't have a word for it mm -hmm. right like we love each other da 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 but it's like a tiny fraction of what source is mm -hmm. so it's just it's a really neat way of explaining it like those I, I've never heard those words paired together is what I'm saying right yeah yeah it's very very cool isn't that cool yeah. I like the part about it's not about not caring or right, right? Yeah. because I think we try well that's, like, well that's what you were just saying like I'm gonna miss I don't want to not have these things in my life yeah but you get to crossing over that none of that matters right well, that and just the part where it says um, it's not about caring as little as possible or not sweating the small stuff. Yeah. So for me, those sentences mean it's not about numbing yourself or yeah. it's not about avoiding right. situations that you don't want to be in. Right. Or like it's not about like passing judgment and right. It's it's just about loving people, loving your life so much. Yeah. That's the goal. Yeah. Right? Not avoid, not constant avoidance. Like, constant acceptance and love. Yeah. That's right. where I was like, wow, and that's... Yeah. I, I need to work on that. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. And not limiting ourselves and boxing ourselves in. and Yeah. Like, there was something about limiting or something about, like, pain. Possibilities. Yeah. Limiting. Limiting. Limiting yeah. possibilities. Yeah. That's really sad. That we do that? Yes. <laughs> to ourselves. I know. But that's it's a part of the reason why we're here, right? We yeah. need that contrast. Right. That's one thing we didn't talk about on the, in this podcast. I don't know how much time we have left. Well, we, but got, we, got, we got some time. Okay. Well, we'll see how this baby does. But, um, but the contrast. Mm -hmm. So, like, all of these, quote, negative experiences. Yeah. It's okay that we experience pain. It's okay that we experience something we don't like yeah totally fine to have those because those are extremely informative in the directions that we want to take the well the the it's the step one right like the rockets of desire or whatever like it's you need the contrasting moments contrast equals clarity yeah you the need, momentum you, you need, need that in right order to move into the direction that you want to go in right the, the pain is the breaking of the shell to understanding yeah right like such a good quote yeah I love so that good one. you mm -hmm. said that to me it was like a year or more ago maybe two years now oh it's longer than because i it was in school when i learned that oh, one. there you go like when and i remember therapist. going like whoa <laughs> that is crazy yeah because it's so it's so true yeah like anytime you experience any kind of pain or confusion in your life the clarity that comes out of that is so rewarding and amazing yeah and it's like you need to get into a, a place or a pattern where you're like okay I'm going through something right now but I know there's clarity on the other side of this I just don't know what it is yet yes right yes. and when you kind of get into that flow it just makes things a little bit easier right you know um, but the fact that that's what this is all about that's what this is all for right to quote unquote 
be on the leading edge and expand consciousness, expand the universe, right? Yeah. Um, and that thought, there's that thought. Wait that a minute. Every are you that saying that we are expanding the universe? Yes. That is so cool. I never thought about that. That's what or we do. That's why we're here. We're expanding the universe. Yes. Oh, I didn't that's know what that. Abe says. I've never heard Abe say that. Well, maybe I've just re like changed the context and how I see it because the universe is expanding and it's always talking about expanding consciousness. Well, the and fact consciousness is the universe and we are the universe wrapped up into a being. So therefore we are expanding the universe. The universe. That makes sense. Okay. Okay. But I never thought of it that way. Oh, well, well you're welcome. Remember when we were watching uh, <laughs> Neil deGrasse Tyson? No. Yeah. Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yeah. yeah. The and astrophysicist. There's a book right behind oh your head. That's yeah, why I was it's printing. A, what is it? Astrophysics for people in a hurry. Yeah. Jason bought that. He loves it. So we were watching something. He was talking. Yeah. There's and no, he was saying the universe is always expanding. And yeah. you're like, what? <laughs> yeah. It's hard to fathom that. Yeah. But we are part, I, I believe we're part of the reason it does that. It's wow. like a whole like, yeah. Cool. Well, we are the universe. That's right. And people are in like, what do you mean? Form. What yeah. do you mean by that? Well, yeah. we're, we're here, aren't we? We're yeah. in the universe. We are here. We are the universe how observing we, itself. Yeah. How did we get here? That? Yeah. Right? We're made up of the universe. Mm -hmm. We're not separate from it. Nope. All the same ingredients that it takes to build the universe are all inside of us. Right. And we're conscious. What? The universe knows about itself. Yeah. Because you know about the universe. Right. And it's all energy. And we're all energy. These little atoms like moving all the time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that that's that's what that said to me, that poem or whatever you, you want to call it, letter, said to me, was like, we're here, you know, experiencing contrast and, you know, the, yeah. this don't sweat the small things and all that stuff. Yeah. But the job, that's why we're here. That's the job. The job is to create contrast, to have new thought, to expand consciousness, to expand the universe. Right. Cool. That's what that sounded like to me. <laughs> that's what it sounded like to you. Michaela, that's what you meant, right? It's totally what you meant. Well, I, I mean, that's She's like, one, yes, you one nailed of the it. amazing things is like we take Have, it, we take a piece of whatever yeah. anybody offers yeah. and we, you know, move it forward with us, yeah. right? It's like expanding thought. Yeah. Yeah. Expanding the universe. Yeah. Different perspectives. Exactly. Yep. So cool. So freaking cool. Oh my God. What a fun way to end that podcast. <laughs> Where are we at? Yeah, we're just, we're 59 minutes. Man, we're getting good at this. The hour thing? Yeah. That's our goal. Hope you yeah. have the time. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, man, I wish you'd just record like a five minute. No, ain't nobody got time for this. Um, yeah, that was really fun. Mm -hmm. That was really fun. Mm -hmm. All about death. Mm -hmm. There's pro We could talk about this for a long time. Like, I know there's more. There's so much more to talk about with this. Yeah. Um, yeah. I guess the main thing being... The sort of big, biggest takeaway, I guess, is I just hope that we've eased some thought about it, maybe. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, don't be so stressed out about it. Yeah. It's okay. Mm -hmm. It sucks. I think it sucks more for the people that are left behind. Yeah. Because it is so confusing, and there is so much unknown, and it's just like, where are you? I miss it's you. It's painful. I can't see you, or hear you, or We're feel physical. you, or touch you. Yeah. We're physical. Yeah. We like physical. Yeah. And if they're not physically here... That sucks. That sucks. Yeah. It's really, 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 really shitty. Yeah. So. But they can respond to you. Yes. You don't have to wait. Right. At all. Right. They'll respond to you, respond to you like 
immediately. Yeah. Yeah. But Again, still. easier said than done when I'm not in a grieving place. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure if and when I do get to that point in my life, I'm going to be like, I hate this podcast. You guys <laughs> suck. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, like, I think, I think if we were less afraid of it, we would find less resistance in our lives mm-hmm. and we would be able to attract things quicker. We'd be able to alleviate ourselves from pain faster. Mm-hmm. We would get out ahead of it. We wouldn't experience as much pain, as mm-hmm. much suffering, as much sorrow if we accepted that it's just, it literally is a part of life. Yeah. Right? It mm-hmm. is the ultimate contrast, life and death. Mm-hmm. So you need the death in order to experience the life. Right, you do. So it, it's like all those things that we're trying to avoid, all those dark things like pain and suffering and da 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 You need those things in order to experience joy. Right. You need the, the asking moments in order to ask for the beautiful things, the things that you want in your life. Right. So, you know, we're supposed to look a bit deeper into our pain and look a little bit deeper into our suffering and figure out wh- why those things are happening or learn from them in order to rocket ourselves into getting the things that we really want and being able to compare the two of them and be like, wow, this is amazing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So it does make sense if you put it kind of on paper like that. Yes. And, you know, easier said than done. There's all types of emotion that are attached to it. Yeah. But I just think we would all have an e- a little bit of an easier time if we didn't take it so seriously. I can't imagine what our world and what our culture and everything would look like. Yeah. If we were a little bit easier about it. Yeah. Like, this whole pandemic pandemic would be not so scary. It wouldn't be so scary. It wouldn't be so... We, I think we'd still take the precaution. Right. We don't want to lose people. But it wouldn't be like, ah! Right. <laughs> Terror in the streets! Like, you know, it yeah. would just be more like, oh, okay, well, we'd like to avoid this. And on that note... Oh, yeah. Well, I guess Charles has spoken. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm hoping that... I'm hoping someone got something out of that. Because I think, yeah... Like, I, yeah, I just said it all. Like, I just think life can be a little bit easier. Right. If we don't take it so seriously. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I guess we'll end it on that note because this baby wants a hug. <laughs> so <laughs> um, thank you for listening. If you've gotten this far, wow. Good on you. Um, <laughs> um, yes. Thank you for listening. Um, please, if, if you like this, because we, okay, I just need to say, the, like the messages that we're getting from people. So lovely. Like we, we cry, guys. Like, oh my God. Like we had someone reach out this morning. We had yeah. Becca reach out this morning. Yeah. Um, shout out to Becca. Thank you for listening. She keeps seeing synchronicities that are happening. Like she'll listen to something and then she'll see something to do with the pot. It's just so cool. Yeah. Um, we had uh, cousin Michelle reach out. Uh she just said the nicest things. I'm not going to repeat them, but oh my God. She's just like the <laughs> nice. Um, thanks, Michelle, for reaching out. Um, I, I'm fearing that we're going to miss, we're going to leave somebody out. I know, I know. Now I'm like, oh God, what have I dug myself into? Yeah. Um, well, just they'll just have to keep messaging us and then we'll just talk about them. Um, yeah, I guess those are just some examples. But um, yeah, screenshot this, if you know, on your uh, whatever platform you're listening it on and share it on Instagram. Yeah, that would be Tag so cool. Us. Um, we would love to hear from you. If you had any like <laughs> Oprah aha moments, um, please 
just tell us. Like, it just means the world to us. Yeah. We just sit here and have these conversations, but the whole point is, like, to start a bigger conversation. Yeah. And to inspire and to, like, get people involved. So if a part of you is like, hey, I'm going to do it this time. I'm going to message them this time. Like, do it. (laughs) Message us. We're so excited to hear from you. We are are floored. Yeah. Like, we're, we're weirded out that people listen. Well, almost 600 downloads. Right? What? We're happy that people listen, but it's, like, shocking to us. We're like, I can't believe that people are listening to us. Yeah, it's just so So if you message us, we're like, oh, my God, they're actually listening. (laughs) It's actual. They're not robots. Right? They're human beings that are listening. Yeah. Yeah, it's really, really cool. So, yeah, screenshot us. Leave a review. Oh, my God, leave a review. That would be the coolest. Um, On Apple Podcasts or Podbean, that would just mean the world to us. Are you doing our outro right now? No. Did I? Is that in our outro? I don't know. Maybe. It should be if it's not. (laughs) Whatever, do it anyway. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, my baby, I need to go. I need to not neglect my baby anymore. Um, happy Romeo and Michelle Day. I love that. Can it's we like end the our third time with that? But with our names instead or just with Romeo and Michelle? Romeo and Michelle. Are you Romy? Who's the more ditzy one? Me. So that would be Michelle. You're yeah, Michelle. I'm Michelle. Okay. Yeah, you're Romeo and Michelle. Okay. Okay, thanks, guys. <laughs> Um, Have a great day. Thank you for listening. Bye. See you next time. Bye. Thank you for listening and playing with us today. We really appreciate your time. We know you've got shit to do. (laughs) If you want more insight into our journey or would like to reach out, please follow us at Our Manifestation Journey on Instagram. We also wouldn't say no to review on Apple Podcasts or Podbean. Wishing you a life full of joy and abundance. The The Pike Pike Sisters. Sisters.